Welcome to Calling Corporates, a podcast about bringing finance and tech together. I'm Alice Ramsey, and I'm here to call up leaders in finance and get the inside story on their best practices so that your organisation can get the best out of tech. In this episode, we talk with Thomas Van Ghent, Head of Finance and Controlling Real Estate Projects and Construction at Mouse Frere, and he tells us a fantastic story about implementing the right project at the right time. So it did fasten tremendously because two days after COVID came up, everybody could actually come and say, okay, this is how we're going to close the shopping centres. We're going to still pay people because salaries, we can't do anything about this. Uh, we, but we're going to be capable of paying them because we're going to cut some expenses. We're going to negotiate with the insurance and this and the insurance was about to cost us this, this, this. This allows to pay salaries for three months. So we, can, we actually can survive. Welcome, Thomas Van Ghent. It is a pleasure to have you here with us today on Calling Corporates. Now, Thomas, you're the Head of Finance and Controlling, Real Estate Projects and Construction at Mouse Frere. Can you tell us in your own words what your role is all about? Sure. So um, I'm responsible for all things finance and controlling. So the responsibility on the accounts, which are going to be uh, uh, transmitted and published by the group controlling after my uh, perusal. So this for the real estate division of Mausfrère. And so it's one division. So my job is pretty much to make sure that from the accountant making a booking of a transaction I've heard of from the business units uh, to uh, it's reflect into the documents and the transmission of those documents electronically to the group, everything goes smooth and correctly. Thanks so much for that really clear explanation. Could you tell listeners a bit more about Mouse Frère? If you're a Swiss person, you know a little bit more because uh, people would say, oh, Mouse, they are Manor. And somehow, uh, if you look at it, it's one century and 20 years ago, this is what they started with. So 120 years ago, they started with retail. And they developed it into all Switzerland for about a century and uh, for generations. Um, that's very interesting because then people knowing Manor, they will realize that it stands for uh, Mouse and Norman, which are the two uh, families which actually created it. So that's the ground and the history. Um, so that's the start, where it started from. And then how it did develop, it developed in a second phase toward uh, brand management. So we have a first pillar, which is retail. This is one cylinder. We have a second pillar, which is brand management, and it came and started with the acquisition of Lacoste. But then uh, Gant uh, was acquired, Aigle, the Coupels more recently, Technifibre. So it's not only acquisitions, also know-how, how to make these brands grow and uh, develop, create synergies, um, and uh, it's a big learning process. And it's, as you acquire a know-how, you become more efficient as a business. There's three pillars and a roof. And uh, three pillars would be core retail business, which is the history of the group, brand management, second that I just mentioned with the uh, old brand required, 
And then, so Peter, you could see real estate. Oh, it's extremely cool. What is also extremely cool is you implementing a software solution to manage this wonderful real estate portfolio. Can you take us back to 2019 and the start of this project? Sure. Um, 2019, how did it start? I think it did start from a business need, a very concrete business need. Actually, it was uh, directors managing construction, facility management, uh, revenue management of lease contracts, how the money comes in from the lease, and then how do we spend that money in fixing the buildings, improving the buildings, doing marketing on it. It's a very simple piano. And those guys, they, they had a need of managing one, revenue and then to costs and in a very competitive retail environment you hear about amazon and cross-border uh, uh, retail competition in between uh, neighboring countries um, it was very very important for these directors coming and starting on this job as now retail is becoming also very competitive in switzerland although it's a wealthy country um, that was the main focus so they said, we want to manage costs. And how do we do it? Uh, we need to be very granular. We need to know, okay, this is a marketing cost. No, this is facility management. We're not doing marketing here. We're actually fixing it. There's a different purpose. There's a different goal. We need to plan for it. And then the revenues. Okay, we make money with people renting space uh, in our shopping malls. It's basic real estate, but... We understand there's some money coming in in the accounts every month, but sometimes it's uh, every quarter, sometimes it's every year. Uh, we have a flexible and variable revenues and so on and so forth. We need to plan for that. And it was as basic as this, with very sophisticated uh, professionals like construction engineers, uh, top-notch facility managers, knowing every single little thing that they will have to buy. But if they had to do it themselves, they would have to get huge Excel spreadsheet and add it up for like the next five years of a facility management contract and redivide it into five, uh, into five so they actually get it in one year and uh, redivide it into four to make sure that it works for quarters. And although everybody was actually capable of doing it, and they did do it in the past, uh, getting a system to do it for them, uh, plug and play, uh, as a reflect of their instruction and personal needs came pretty handy. Um, what I'm hiding here is the complexity of redesigning the process and writing them and stuff. And this is what I had to do. So a group CFO asked me if I wanted to do it because I delivered a project in a, for another division. And I felt that working with the, that level of professionalism in every step of real estate was kind of really cool because... I had interacted with people from those specialities, and at that level, that was really interesting. And bringing my toolbox there was a very nice project, you know, uh, to start. And uh, it's been a very nice project in the making, and now I can talk about it because it's done. So your CFO gave you the green light, and then you had the opportunity to choose who you'd partner with. Tell me, what happened next? So... First thing first, what happened is that I had to make sure that all those directors were happy together 
and to work together and that the specific line of work wouldn't uh, actually uh, allow compounding, allow synergies. So I had to go with them, sit down and check out the processes. Uh, once we were clear about what we wanted uh, as a whole, as a team, we, could, we started a tender. So we put basically uh, the best softwares and the best, uh, so the best um, uh, editors and the best integrators in the market into competition. So um, how did we meet Satrian? We met Satrian because they really came and uh, actually understood the structure of the group that we had. They had worked a uh, long time ago with the, uh, some of the, uh, of the specialists of uh, Satrian, an expert, had worked with, uh, with the group historically. And what very differentiated them from the rest is that they actually uh, made an effort to understand our structure and then to look at the, uh, at the vendors and editors. So they actually came to us not with one full uh, and one specific uh, system. They actually said there's more than one possibility, but a combination of two could be very nice for you. If you go for one big and very specific you can do it too, but this is what you're going to have to adapt because you're a little bit different from what we understood. And, okay, you can also do a very complex combination of a lot of small things, but you need to know it's going to be very complex to develop and to maintain. So that honesty, let's say radical honesty, was actually very interesting because we were in a problem-solving uh, environment. I did not feel the rush to actually sign a contract with somebody saying, okay, I'm going to do it for you. That sounds like a great start. How was your experience of working with them along the way? Satrian, they were sparring partners. They were flexible. So they stayed flexible because if I said, I really need this specific module, they would go for it, help us develop it and customize it. And they would still challenge me. They were challengers. So they would still tell me, okay, I do this, but then you're going to have an interface and you're going to have to maintain it and somebody's going to have to pay for it. If you actually integrate that process and tell that guy to do A uh, and not B, uh, it might be easier. And that's just not something uh, that has to do with the software. It's your own process. So they were a little bit more than an integrator in the market. They actually did some very interesting consulting work. And I think why they did it is just because uh, they are real experts and consultants. So they are technical guys and they were consultants. So I ended up actually not only... Uh, get taught stuff from the person bringing me a, a good in service, but they actually uh, we both developed each other, and I think the project might has been interesting for them too. It certainly sounds like it would have been. So, if we can move on now to the technical aspect of the project, I understood that you partnered with Satrian and together you chose the Togetic solution over a standard BI solution. Is that right? Very interesting here is as we are, a, uh, let's say, a real estate and building uh, department and uh, construction department, we have all those invoices that come in and come out and uh, it's a very classic work and it is not tr what CPM, uh, Corporate Performance Management, usually do. Uh, it is more what uh, accounting software do and we needed 
to integrate all those processes. So the very clever setup that we managed because it worked for us to develop with Tagetic was to get an ERP, Enterprise Resource Planning, in which we would integrate all those transactions and processes and get all the accounts right in the database. But then we understood with Satrin in uh, with the workshop that we would need analytics on top of it, but not basic analytics, just analyzing it like this. We would need a powerful solution coming and plugging, plugging itself on the ERP and extract the data, only the data we need. And on top of those data, because it was not extraction and basic calculation, we would add up some data. We would say, okay, this is what happens for real uh, because we have the invoice, but then we're going to confront it to the budget. And this is what actually differentiated a CPM solution like, uh, like Tagetic from uh, business intelligence software or just display and dashboard. And that's why it was more than fit for purpose. It would actually allow um, the uh, business unit to challenge accounting and finance and actually to get a better budget because it would be closer from, uh, from reality. And I think this is a good moment to point out that this was all going on in 2019. I mean, before the global pandemic hit. And I understand this timing turned out to be kind of magic for Mouseflare. When COVID showed up, it was very, it, it was a shock and it was very concrete for the old industry and the old world. But somehow the ability of the business to react to that shock uh in an agile way, was key. And for big structure, they, are, they could be victim of their complexity because there's many things and many variables to take into account before to take a decision. And as I said, we could have had those um, real estate directors and specialists of facility management go and crunch their data. It would take one or two weeks and say, okay, I come up with a plan. In three months, I can cut some expense. This is how I do it. And it's not going to block us for the next uh, 10 years, we're only going to stop our business and freeze it for six months, but we save some expense. But it would have taken already a few weeks only to design and then the decision-making process. And in the meanwhile, we have fixed costs. And those fixed costs were not necessarily uh, needed anymore because if you think about our business, we have buildings and in which we have selling people, selling goods to people. And... If it's closed because we cannot actually open the doors of the building, we have still have six people to pay and we have uh, still goods and they are stuck here and there's insurance on the inventories and everything, but we have no clients to make money come in. So for many, many businesses, there was not only solvability and uh, a problem, it was also a liquidity problem, very short term, very reactive. They could not have enough cash to actually pay for these guys because their business is made with cash cycles and so on. So what the tool did was actually because we had that granularity, because we knew exactly which kind of expense we had on 10 years, five years, one year, one quarter, we could say, and every director said, okay, I do my simulations and I come to the meeting with three plans. If the boss tells me we close for three months, we close for three months, this is what I do. If we do it for four months, I can do it too. If we have to say, is my four months plan uh, contravening to a one year plan? Uh, I can say too. So it did fasten tremendously because two days after COVID came up, everybody could actually come and say, okay, this is how we're going to close the shopping centers. 
we're going to still pay people because salaries, we can't do anything about this. Uh, we, but we're going to be capable of paying them because we're going to cut some expenses. We're going to negotiate with the insurance and this, and the insurance was about to cost us this, this, this. This allows to pay salaries for three months. So we, can, we actually can survive. So not only could we know that how we should run the business, but we could also prove it to the banks, creditors, the shareholders, and everybody. So it did really help a lot. And when I say finance as a service here, I really felt like it because I had uh, my uh, I had my space in the room for a real reason, and the business was running better because of that tool that they actually had, and that helped. Uh, I did help them install. Yes, that makes so much sense because when the pandemic hit, it really was this feeling of blindness. And here's a project that gave such sight and transparency during that period. So I'm really curious, what are the benefits that you're still seeing today from from this project? Yes, there's Two main things I actually enjoy today that I would not enjoy without the tool. First thing first, as we save millions, and this is what we did, having the tool saying, okay, these expenses are not needed. Nobody will actually enjoy them. They are not required as their contract. We saved it. So we went through that retail crisis uh, as a tunnel. And then when we went out, it was okay. There was light, there was birds, you know, there was sun. It was normal. People came back. It reopened and we were capable of reopening, and we actually planned with the tool how to reopen step by step. So actually, we would not be there without it, and we also saved millions. So those millions actually help us to run the business, liquidity, very short term, but also to know how we could invest them in the future. For instance, not only did we survive, but we also could say, okay, this big work we need to do in this old building in city center, we can never do it. There's always people in it. We have three months. Let's fix it. So this we could actually do. And when it reopened, I say sun and birds and light. It was actually for a few examples, not everywhere. But we did leverage on this to actually uh, better our portfolio and uh, the client experience for that matter. So that's the first thing I'm happy about is um, how it actually uh, helped us uh, to survive. And to embedder. And the second thing, uh, which is important to me here, is um, we all learned. So I would say it's half the system, half the COVID. I would say maybe it's before the COVID. Uh, then the, the, like the COVID has been more influential in this learning process than has been the system. But somehow uh, the system was an enabler. After this uh, period, we had learned how to work uh, from home. Um, you know, necessity is the mother of uh, invention. So people who actually are engineers and architects and project managers usually turn out to be 55 years old. So change management can be a tough thing. Uh, and they actually had to work from home. So they used uh, Teams software or visual uh, and uh, Visio and uh they actually had to do it and they did it. So we had our weekly meetings in which they would go and say, in front of 15 people on the computer, my budget will look like this. And they would use the tool and everybody would have a common basis. So they learned actually how to do it. And where it would not have been that easy without 
uh, to change methods uh, without having to do it. But right now, if they have to do it, and we had a meeting last week and we could all meet, there's two people who could actually say, we stay in Zurich because we have another meeting. And evaluate it from you know, what they actually brought to the, the 15 people on the, on the uh, digital meeting was the same. So some of them could actually come and it's nice to shake a hand, uh, but those who could not, did not have to force themselves and wake up at four o'clock and they could actually come and bring the same value. So making us survive through a hard time allowed us to learn. And now we actually keep that learning uh, at the human scale, but we still have the system as an enabler. Actually kind of cool because realizing it from the start, as you say, you cannot say so before you finish, but everybody has their doubts. It's not always been easy. We've been challenged. Uh, there have been some problems, but when you see it easily after and people come to you at the end of the meeting and say, ah, it worked well. Whoa. And you're like, yes, obviously it worked. No, it's not obvious. Nothing's obvious. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So for anyone else interested in achieving similarly cool results, do you have any pearls of wisdom from this experience that you could share with our listeners? Sure, sure. Uh, I would say the subtract of it. Um, core knowledge that I acquired was through, um, that was sweat equity. What we have now, it's now equity. We have it at our disposal to be better. And, but we did sweat a lot. So if I can save some sweat to people, although doing sport is cool, uh, I would do it. And we actually end up having something solid. So I could say equity because we did build that equity with sweat. Um, most important thing was, would be that a long project, because people say, oh, it's a project, it's project manager, and then you're project manager and you're empowered and you feel good and you can speak to people to whom you would not have spoken to at a level that's very specific. So as much as people enjoy this project uh, setup, which is a necessity to sweat and to get to a result, it is, if your goal is to get to a result, you need to be fast. And that's why you sweat. You run, you sweat, and you get there. So it's a sprint. It is not a long, big strategic process. So I would encourage people, and this is what actually some wisdom that has been brought to me by some guys at Satrian. Um, I would encourage people to take sprints and to see and try and trial and error and improve and get a partner with whom they can actually have that uh, long-term view and not that I pay at the beginning of the year this amount of money so you guys can actually deliver because in reality it doesn't work like this you always need to go in an iterative way uh, with your accountants who says actually no it doesn't really work that way I said so but I didn't mean, mean it so you will have to correct and adapt and this is sprints and this is uh, not a very like huge project with a big name and uh, big outflows from the start Get a partner with whom you can actually really think about this project, a full ecosystem, empower the right people with you so they can actually uh, have that radical honesty thing. This is also what I want. You need to have them with you. So that's the first thing. It also decreases your risk because you only take risk on one specific uh, task and then take another one and then start building. And you really build uh, and something solid. Second thing, second, I would say something which looks simple from uh, the outside, but 
take the opportunity to simplify. Uh, people speak about change management, people, and this is something that whatever, how confident you are and how good is your work and your RSP and the people and the team you empowered and put with you and the good stakeholders that you have and uh, with you and who have your back and the sponsors, if you have too much complexity, even though you're full genius and you can modelize it and program it yourself uh, with respect to business lines, construction, finance, and also IT, and you're smart enough to combine all this, complexity is not, never going to be your friend because there's, the goal of the project manager is to go, go away after. And if you go away, you take your hands out of it and it all falls down, it didn't work. You didn't bring value. If you're fully aware of this, you realize the need of simplifying. And if you have a simple and simply designed task, uh, which is specific, which requires a certain amount of technicity or expertise, you give it to an expert. And this guy is empowered. He has your tool. He doesn't need you anymore. But it has been simplified because somehow the complexity has been managed in a granular way. This guy does that. This guy does that. This guy does that. The process is written. It's taught, it's known by everybody, and it's available to everybody. So it's a real process. So thinking about this and being really honest uh, helps you, and it is only enabled by simplicity. So take the opportunity to simplify. It is easy to say we are very special, we are very special business, drop out big names, we have Lacoste, we have building, we have real estate, we have billions, we have that, we are in Switzerland, it's not the same law. At the end of the day, the system is only here to repeat some tasks, which are very simple. And you need to be very clear about what you do. So just put it in a simple way. Ah, simplicity, just what the world needs a whole lot more of. Hey, Thomas, I understand you do webinars on this topic. Can you tell me what people can expect from these? I go through technically what we actually did to serve the businesses and how we did implement it. I would encourage people who actually are interested in uh, financial planning with the tool to go uh, and have a look at it. It is general enough so people who did not install a software get something from it. And it is uh, technical enough so people who actually did it uh, could see what, it, what lies behind. So it can be interesting. And if anybody had uh, questions about this, want to drill down into more details, know about the dimensions and how they actually work specifically, the tools, the interface, uh, some specific questions about their own business and how to apply it, uh, I'd be glad to answer them. And if I don't know how to answer them, uh, I know the partners who can actually answer those questions. That's a wonderful offer. Thank you. And we'll include your contact details in the show notes. Thomas, I really appreciate you shedding light on the brilliant journey that Mousefrayer took during the pandemic. Thanks for listening. I hope we've left you informed and inspired. If you're interested in talking with Satrian about how your organisation can get the best out of tech, visit satrian.com. And I'm looking forward to revealing more insights in the next episode. So make sure to subscribe to Calling Corporates on your favourite podcast channel.